It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. I think they should have given us a lot more notice than what they give us. Because they did say they were supposed to be doing the announcement on the 7th, and they brought the earlier for a week, hence we've got to go home earlier. The government decides what we're doing, we just follow. Frustration at Faro Airport in Portugal as Brits scramble out of the country before the amber list deadline falls. It's not just the passengers complaining, airlines are too. On Twitter, when one of its customers got in touch about the chaos, EasyJet very clearly blamed the rush on what it called the government's sudden decision to move the country off the green list. Once again, questions are being asked about how Downing Street's making decisions during the pandemic. There will one day be an inquiry into coronavirus. That's not scheduled until spring 2022. But it appears there are questions being asked about that too. An Evening Standard poll by Ipsos Mori showing a majority want it to happen this year. Our political editor Joe Murphy's here. Joe, what does the survey say? Well, you might remember that um, a couple of weeks ago Boris Johnson announced he would finally give a, a sort of start time for the independent inquiry that people have been campaigning for. Um, and said it would start next spring. So this survey asked whether the public agree with that. Um, Keir Starmer for Labour definitely disagree with it, saying it should start this summer. Well, now we know the public view. Only 17% support the Prime Minister that it should be next spring, um, whereas a total of 56% think it should be this year. That's 39% who say this summer, the earliest possible time, and 17% who say in the autumn. Um, but clearly, the Prime Minister's out of step with the public on this one. But is the Prime Minister really likely to bring that inquiry forward? I think it's unlikely, and I think he has got more cover now than he had before because of the increase in the uh, Delta variant and now other, other variants, such as the one associated with Nepal, which mean that for the time being, things are looking uncertain and he can argue, probably with some justification, that while things are uncertain, it's no time to start an inquiry that would take up the time of public health officials in particular. And there's maybe a suggestion of how the public thinks the government's handling the pandemic overall with that apparent increase in lead between the Conservatives and Labour that the survey seems to show. Yes, we're seeing extraordinarily buoyant Conservative leads ever since the start of the vaccine rollout. And 
At the same time, we've seen Keir Starmer getting into trouble for his own ratings. Um, and today, the Conservative lead stretches to a full nine points. That's an increase of five points since April's survey by Ipsos Mori. You've got the Tories way ahead on 44%. That is an extraordinary result for a mid-term government at any time, let alone one in the middle of a pandemic, which is harming so many jobs and lives. But of course, with the vaccine, people are seeing a good, strong, current trajectory towards this ending. And people's memories seem to be short. They they are happy with the way things are going right now. I'm sure that could change. And that kind of vulnerability is also being shown with the way that people are looking at how Matt Hancock, the health secretary specifically, has handled the pandemic. Yes, people are less inclined to um, uh, view favourably his personal handling of the pandemic. And that drop seems to coincide with the evidence given a few weeks ago by Dominic Cummings, the former number 10 aide, who gave what was lacerating evidence to the Joint Science and Health Select Committees about the handling of the pandemic. In particular, he accused Matt Hancock of lying on multiple occasions, in particular about whether people released from care homes were going to be tested for COVID or not. Matt Hancock's denied that particular allegation. And again, we've now got a public verdict on these two men. And which of the two would you most trust to be telling the truth on this very, very critical matter? And the answer is 18% say that they would believe Dominic Cummings, famous for his uh, Barnard Castle eye test, of course. And 35% say they'd trust Matt Hancock most. So Matt Hancock winning by almost two to one there. But there's a sting in the tail here, um, which is that 34% say, actually, the answer is neither of them. Joe, does something like the chaos we're seeing at the airports in Portugal right now, the confusion over the red, green and amber travel list that we have, do those kinds of things add to the pressure being put onto the government over this coronavirus inquiry? I think anything that increases people's sense of unfairness or resentment could suddenly translate into pressure for the inquiry or indeed pressure on the government in multiple different ways. The dash from Portugal is chaotic and the, the hardship to people affected, people who are in some cases paying uh, eye-watering prices for tickets to try and get home before the deadline, or people who have invested in holiday flights that they won't get their money back from um, later in the summer, because I think people were given good cause for ministerial statements to believe only two weeks ago that the green list was likely to be expanded, not, not reduced. These little resentments could easily boil up. And I think this is why you see so much care being taken by the government to try and keep the public on side, including, for example, um, with its rejection yesterday of Tony Blair's call for people to be given extra freedom if they've had the two vaccination jabs. And Matt Hancock said to that, well, we prefer the idea of the whole country having the same freedoms and moving as one. This is all to try and keep people together, keep public opinion broadly 
stable at a time when, frankly, surely no government has been in such a difficult situation. And you can read more from joe at standard.co.uk. Follow our live blog for the latest updates on coronavirus and more. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.